0: Welcome to the Expert Speak podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy
1: listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon.
0: And welcome to another episode of Expert Speak. I'm Michael DeLon. Today I'm talking with Tim Schaefer. Tim? Thank you for squeezing me into your calendar and being with me today.
1: Thanks so much, Michael. Look forward to it.
0: It is going to be a fun conversation. Tim is a a founder, president, chief guru of searchtires.com. It's the world's first um, tire price comparison search engine. So if you have ever tried to buy a tire for a car or a whatever, uh, Tim's going to make it fast, simple, easy. And I can't wait to get into this. And my first question, Tim, is how in the world did you get to doing this?
1: Well, it's a long story, but I'll give you the Reader's Digest version of <laughs> awesome. all I can hear. So in early life, becoming an entrepreneur was um, before I even knew what an entrepreneur was. Yeah. Um, we went on this trip with my dad. My dad's an engineer, just okay. to let you know. So, Okay. We go there and my mom's more of a free spirit. So luckily I got the best of both sides of that. I got the, the, uh, you know, the analytic side of it, the analytical thinking, and then the other side, that's uh, more of a risk taker, let's just say. So, um, so we went on this trip. We, my dad used to take us on these trips to all over every, every summer, he'd have a month vacation and we had to go on it. So, um, we went to California and we stopped at, uh, we stopped at the Grand Canyon and we, My dad bought me these rocks. They were all different colors, rocks. I thought they were cool. So I wanted them. And then I went back and I wanted to get this new toy. And my dad goes, well, you know, you're not getting a new toy. It's not your birthday. It's not Christmas or anything. So I took these rocks that my dad bought for $1.50. And I sold each of the rocks for 50 to 75 cents a piece to all of our neighbors. (laughs) At that point, I kind of, I didn't know the word entrepreneur, but I knew what I like to do, and I like to make people happy because they all seem to be happy to buy the rock. (laughs) And then, and I got the byproduct, which was the money, which I needed to buy my toy. And when my dad got home, this was like a a week later, I gave him all this money. He goes, where'd you get that? And I go, I sold them rocks you bought me. And he's like, oh no. And So, you know, it really started there. And then I knew I had a passion for that. And even though I've been very fortunate, my parents have been married for 57 years, great parents, great foundation. Like I said, engineer, uh, mom, uh, more of a free spirit, great, great people. And I was fortunate enough to 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 be able to grow up in that environment where it was supported to be what I wanted to be. But although my dad kept saying to me, well, you don't really have to do this kind of stuff. I was shoveling snow, mowing lawns. I was a, uh, a state uh, track star. I was a state basketball star. And I still did all this stuff because to me, it was never really work. It, it, I mean, I guess mowing lawns, shoveling snow was work. This is in Illinois. and But I was like helping people. That's the way I've always looked at it. It's like, people say, you're a great salesman. I don't sell anything. I give people what they want. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so it, it's
1: never been a sales job for me. So, you know, encapsulating that and moving up, you know, the iteration of searchtires.com right now is is beautiful. You know, we, we spun this, I thought of this idea in 2009 and why I thought of it is because online tire retailers were getting in our space and I was an executive at an automotive uh, tire retail chain, big one. And um, I've foreseen the future. I said, this is not good for us because they're going to sell the tires and turn us into installers. I didn't like it. So Um, I said, I have a solution. So, you know, that's early on in my, uh, you know, my period, that's, I spent 10 years at, you know, in executive tire stores and stuff like that. However, so I knew what I wanted to do. In 2010, I left corporate America, and started to to do on this roller coaster. 2013, late 2013, 2014, we rolled out a different iteration of this, and I was trying to please the retailer, and I was trying to please the customer. Well, I failed, and I failed because I hadn't, uh, I didn't reach out for enough feedback. I didn't, you know, I just had my idea and I ran with what I, what I knew was right, which was helping the customer, but I was trying to helped too many people. And I built things that didn't need to be built and spent a lot of money. And and quite honestly, I failed. And you know, it's looking back, it's one of the best things that ever happened. Absolutely. So we failed there. And then we spun it up again maybe a year and a half ago, just development side. And we had to choose, right? You have to make a choice. Who are you pleasing? And we chose the customer because we knew that if we choose the customer, we take care of the customer. The byproduct is you're going to get the retailers because you have all the customers on your site. So that's a lesson learned in entrepreneurship for most people out there. And, and, you know, it's failure is not a bad thing. Failure Mm -hmm. is a learning experience. I mean, and it really, sometimes that's what it takes to make you successful. Absolutely. Certainly that's what got me here today. And, And we've been fortunate enough to have, we have a uh, me and my partner have a digital marketing business as well that we do very well with. We're self-funded. Um, and our goal right now is to get as many customers on our platform as possible. Um, and we've been we've been testing in the Florida area, and we've doubled our users month over month for the last four months in a row. And we're still spending the same amount of money on advertising, which is not a lot of money right now. But we're going to SEMA to launch. um. You know, let everybody know we're we're sponsoring a charity event, part of a charity event. So we're big into charity as well. And then we're going to announce right there that we're going nationwide. We already are nationwide right now, but we're going to announce it and all the big retailers will be there. And 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 then that's when we're really, you know, sticking yeah. our stuff in the sand and saying, hey, we're here and we're going to help the consumers and and we have a path to becoming the the go-to place instead of the customer looking customer and then at least five retailers they shop at customers search tires all the retailers in their local area compare the best prices click to call uh click for directions or click to their website and make an appointment i mean people people generally want to know how much how long and where are you at that's what i'm trying to provide (laughs) so
0: dude, can i say thank you right now for all of us because i did exactly what you were saying the last time i bought tires right this one that one this one spreadsheets back and forth (laughs) oh they're not Dude, way to go.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so search tires.com. It's, it's, uh, dare I say, it's, it's the Google for tires, right? That's now, that's correct. That's correct. I, I mean, how simple can it be to sit down there and say, I need tires for a 2022 Tahoe? Right. Okay. There they go. Here. In, and you said something that was really in my local area because I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas. I don't need prices from somebody who's in Texas, right? Right. Boom. There it is. Here are my five retailers, or whomever. You just simplified everything.
1: And and you know the the funny thing about it, the genesis of it was like I explained before, but I'll, I'll sum it up a little bit more yeah. tightly. Is the market share? Uh, there's more and more online retailers get into this business every day, and what that does is it takes market share away from the people that are installing the tires without the brick and mortar, brick and mortar shops who employ local people, who yeah. pay local taxes who support local little league teams and all that stuff, they would not be able to exist. So all I'm trying to do is say they've taken some reports, say 10 as high as 18% of a $50.6 billion business. And my goal is, hey, there's a place for everybody. There's enough room for everybody, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm trying to drive it back to that local retailer that pays local taxes, supports the local communities and employs local people. That's what it's all about to me. It's all about communities and, and, just doing the right thing that i feel is in my heart and luckily i'm at a position right now that i can do that and i want to expand upon that so
0: well and it's it's good because the other the other aspect is those local guys have a hard time competing against the top of mind dare i say walmart's costco sam's clubs who all have who all sell tires right i forget about the john's tire shop down the store down the street right but now you've built a platform where john can compete with the other ones and oh by the way john probably gives better customer service dare i say but you're helping them have that playing field because john could never compete because he doesn't have the money to compete against those big box
1: people or whatever right am i fair yes and you know what's you know what the, the the crazy thing about this is is that these online retailers, you know, all the big names on the online retailers. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, but you know, a- 99.8% of the time, it's cheaper at your local store and you can go get, get it put on today. You don't have to ship it and wait three days and get the wrong tire or only get three tires. I've seen all this stuff happen. Believe me, oh, I've, yeah. been, I've been in brick and mortar. So, um, and then they blame the brick and mortar store. You know, it's about taking care of your local retailers, lifetime value of a customer. It's, you know, it hits the, the points of. Customer service and user experience. I mean, it drives back to the community. That's, and I'm big on that. I mean, I grew up. You know, my first 15 years, I grew up in a town of 1,600 people, and then I moved. Then I moved to Boca Raton, Florida, and there was 2,700 people in my high school, and I was in culture shocks. So. <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs>
0: Well, that that's awesome. Talk. Let's talk for a minute on um, the entrepreneurial journey because you you mentioned it earlier and and you came back and, and redeemed yourself. as, well, I failed there and I failed there and I'm all this time going. No, you didn't. Those were experiments that didn't work. You learned and and we grow. I mean, I've I've been in business since 2013. I've reiterated my business a dozen times. Right, none of those were failures. They were like, well, oh, that didn't work. Okay, well, let's do it. And I always look up and and see the light and remember. I think what well, Edison, right? The guy yes. who created the light bulb. Yes. And and he's like, I, I never failed. I found 10,000 ways a light bulb doesn't work. Yes. It's that mentality. But too many times as entrepreneurs, we get stuck because we're like, well,
1: this is my idea, it should work. Well, yeah, to me, it's testing. Hey, we were just testing. Beautiful. <laughs> testing. What the yes. best way to, what the, what the, you know, it's all about positioning, right? It's, it's you know, and, and and it's so funny. I was on a call like last week, even after we got through all these iterations, we were talking about some stuff and it's like, Why don't we have that? We should have that. It's easy. I mean, so the the biggest thing that I've learned, one of my biggest things is is to always pay attention to everybody on your team. Um, Mm -hmm. Seek the feedback. You you know, there's always that idea that's laying out there that that could close the gap. And like, there was two ideas come up within the last two weeks that we're adding to our platform that's going to really take us even... And it costs like basically nothing. I mean, it's just, you know, it's always about, you know, I have this theory in in where I'm in business and I, you know, it's 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 always been the way I thought. I want to hire the best people. I don't want to hire the best people so I can tell them what to do. I want to hire the best people to let them do what they do. (laughs) So when they do what they do, if I wanted to do what I do, then I wouldn't need any people. I want them to tell me when I ask questions, I want them to tell me. No, we can't do that. This is why, and we're gonna do this, and this is why that's what I want. I want that feedback, and I hire them because they're the best at what they do. Yeah. i yeah, I'm not the best at all what all my people do i I just I'm very good at organization and and knowing what my vision is, but I need them to encapsulate and be able to see what my vision is and help me show that <laughs> to the world, yeah. you know.
0: Well, no, and and let me let me summarize that because no, you're you're hundred percent right. Business owners don't always get that. I'm in strategic coach led by Dan Sullivan. He calls what you were talking about unique ability, right? We all have this unique ability, and we should work in that and hire a unique ability team. Yes, and he talks, you know, his last book, one of his last books was "Who Not How," meaning when you need something done, you have an idea. Who can I hire to do that? And yeah. Entrepreneurs don't function that way. We tend to want to do everything or I'll, I'll go figure it out. Why? There's somebody who can do it. And you know the stress that it builds when you try to figure something out? You're, 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 man, you are just spot on, Tim, about that whole concept of, and I read it, I mean, dude, I read this two decades ago in some book. I don't even know where it was, but it was the concept was do only what only I can do. Right, And then build a team around me that does everything else. And hopefully they're doing only what they can do, because that's a unique ability team in different words. It frees things up. It, it keeps me thinking and doing fun things like you're doing. Is that, have you experienced that?
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know, the funny thing about that is, is that I discovered this once again, early in early in my executive career, where people, they didn't really necessarily, they passed on the really good people they did what they did because they said, well, you know, I'm in this position and I'm like, I'm hiring him. I, I, I would go out. I would go to other companies. I would drive to their stores. Even if it's a store manager, whoever it is, you know, even as a regional VP, divisional VP, whatever I was, I always, I always want to feel the heartbeat of the company. And the most successful you can be is having your feet on the ground, being in every one of those stores and seeing what's going on. And, and like my guys, the, the greatest thing, my, I don't think no one person is better than another person. That's the way I believe. And we're just in different positions, right? Like Ooh. I would go to stores and I would empty garbage cans and help them on the counter. And they're like, what are you doing? You don't have it. I'm like, I don't, I help. This is what I'm here to do. Um, you know, so, you know, I've always had a good following, but I always want to, you know, teach people to be some something bigger than themselves, be part of that something. And And even when I worked as an employee at a place, I never looked at myself as an employee. I always looked at like, I'm ownership. I have ownership. I'm, this is me. This yeah. is a reflection of me. Dude. And, and so that's how I ran things. And I always went out and got the best people in there. Everybody, you know, we'd have these annual meetings. I'd be like, man, it's like the seventh year in a row. You got the number one division of the company. How do you do it? I don't know. I hire the best people that you don't want. <laughs> that's right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I firm them, <laughs> or, let them do what they do. And I stay out of the way. How about that? What a crazy formula.
1: I used to say, I'm not splitting at them. I'm just hiring people, you know, and taking care of them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Years ago, I was in corporate America in a ministry, and uh, I was leading a team of, I don't know, 20 people. And I told them all the time, if you're on my team, I said, Tim, my job is to knock down all the barriers and keep people away from you. I'll go to all the meetings. You get done what you need to do. And if you've got an issue, let me know. And
1: Yeah, I, that's too. a big thing. with. I think that's a big thing with corporate America, the bureaucracy that builds up in some companies. These These meetings, a lot of these meetings – and conference calls are worthless. Yeah. I just believe it's just a total waste of time. I think the most important thing is a leader that travels to stores and can deliver the message in person. And then, you know, I could go into a plethora of things I do with people, you know, when I was in corporate America that just built me up to where I was like performance improvement plans, smart action plans. I mean, these are simple things and these are easy steps to get people to understand what it takes to get to that level. And, yeah. and, when you teach stuff like that, it, it's the next step to them becoming an entrepreneur because yeah. they start to individually think about things. And they're like, hey, I've always been able to sell, but I don't know operations or I know operations, but I don't know how the sales. And then it's just like hire people to do that hey, stuff. And, yeah. do you do. Dude,
0: and build the team and be OK with it, because, um, yeah, my, my son, who's 28, Caleb, he's my chief operating officer. Right. He runs right. the whole back end of our company. And. Yeah. I, I was on the call I don't know three weeks ago or something with a client and he said no my, Michael tell me where is my book in the process and I said Tim I have no idea I can I'll I'll connect with Caleb he knows exactly where but I have no idea and that's okay because that's not my job right, right. but I've built a team and I trust my team and I and I stay out of their way right because when I start inserting myself into their systems and when, I get my hand slapped yeah and and that's how it should be because yes. I'm I'm the rainmaker, right? I'm out in the front. I'm the public. I'm doing this. Right, they're doing everything else, and it's that marriage of, of uh, you know, we run on EOS, and they talk about visionaries and, and integrators. Well, right. I'm the visionary. Caleb's my integrator. We are a magnificent team when we stay in our in our lane, and it sounds like you get that.
1: Yeah, and I tell people all the time, my guys, our team, you know, uh, the success is the team success it's not my success oh. Oh. i had an idea but it takes the team to make it but i tell them i'm going to be upset if if i say something and you just do it and you don't tell me that it's wrong i right. want you to tell me <laughs> no way i'm not doing that so yeah I, i'm always i'm a very collaborative person i, I mean uh, you know i have leadership obviously in me however i want that collaboration. Because the collaboration is what makes that come together. You can be a great leader and collaborate and take advice and and have these people help you get to what because they're the best at what they do. It's our job to do that. That's what we're supposed to
0: do. Right. <laughs> and 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 when you lead this way with your team, you get you get retention of your team members because they don't want to go anywhere else because they know the culture that you've built. There yes. aren't many companies who have that culture and that that mentality. Yes, they could make more money, maybe. But it's the culture. People work for culture more than money. I mean, after a certain point.
1: it's Yeah. And, and and I'll tell you another big thing for me is that what's important to me is that every the key people in my organization that have come on board with me and being able to understand the vision. And, and that's one of the main things I ask is, do you believe in what we're doing? If you don't believe in what you're doing, that's fine. But I don't, I'm not going to bring you on my team. I want someone that believes in what we're doing. But every one of them is has stock in the company. I give it to them it's just the way it is i want them to be part of that success because they're what's driving the success too it's not just me i mean i might be the guy leading it the guy talking about it just like you but it takes the team to get it Dude. to work and you got to you got to give back maybe entrepreneurs have different views on that i mean as a small company i think it's important that you get out there and you you do stuff like that yeah. and and you get to just not just because you you're going to get more, and they're going to have ownership. It's just because it's just the right thing to do. Great. I was was told it's not about being right; it's about doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And man, I tell you, we we mean we could have a whole conversation around culture and things. We may have to come oh. back on that, but we've yeah. got a culture where where we affirm our team. I do videos to my team. We send them gifts. We say thank you. We yeah. and they love us. And I'm like, this is not hard to do, folks. But yeah. entrepreneurs are so bent on the next sale, the next sale, and it's like. And, well,
1: and Yeah. The funny thing about that is, too, is that people, you know, a couple other podcasts that say, oh, well, what's your revenue? I said, we're pre-revenue. They're like, well, we deal with people. I go, well, our goal isn't revenue. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, our goal is users. We want to get as many users on our platform because you know what? Having many users on your platform does the byproduct will be money. It doesn't have to be money today. And right. let me tell you something. One of my worst things as an entrepreneur, the worst things I've ever done in my life is chase money. Yeah. That's so bad. I will say this to every entrepreneur that maybe listens to this. The worst thing you can do in your life is chase money. Um, it always ends up bad, no matter what. Even if you get a pile of money, something bad's going to happen, <laughs> just in my opinion. Oh, no, you're right.
0: <laughs> you, you are so right. It, you got to build,
1: so build a product. You got to have substance. You got to yeah. have integrity. Them are the key factors. And I always say, money to me has always been a byproduct of doing the right thing. Yeah. Being, building the right product, uh, you know, talking about the right things, coaching the right way, do whatever you want to do. It's, you know, professional, you know, football players, they initially didn't start playing to make money. They played it because they love the game and they're good at it. <laughs> so yeah. The byproduct is money. So people need to change the way they think. I think a lot of people, I think that's what kills them. They're always thinking about valuation and blah, blah, blah. Okay. You can get to all that. However, the first important thing is build the best product. Be the best person. Have integrity. Do what you want to do. However, you just got to remember, money is always a byproduct of what you do. It's not the you can't just go down the money road. I mean, that's right.
0: Cause yeah, cause then you get into all kinds of bad things, and you, know, and you of, lose the the relationship aspect and the people, and you stop leading with service and giving because yes. now it's a transaction. And oh, okay, I've got a, I've got a position just right just so I get Tim's money because I need that. To, I I got to hit my sales goal. Yeah. You know? No, I'll hit my sales goals, but it's going to be through relationships.
1: I can I can tell you this: I got out of I got out of corporate America. I'm not going to mention the company, but I got out of corporate America because they introduced this thing called a goal card, and they had they had the employees carried the goal card and they had hit certain goals on all these services every day. And in my division, I said, "No, we're never using them." And after six months, they said, "Well, you need to be using them." I go, "I have the best division division in the company, and I don't want to use goal cards because." I want them to do the right thing just take care of the customer what it came in for and then the rest will it's lifetime value right it's it's that and uh they kept fighting me on it I, I resigned i'm like yeah. I, i'm out of here. I'm not i don't go to business like that and and you know i was making a lot of money i was pretty comfortable and i had a great team but i'm never going to preach you know that you have and if you know what the, the the issue was if they didn't hit that they had to be on a conference call at 6 a.m and get beat up by someone telling them that they didn't hit their goals and i'm like what if you only get one car in a day what if there's a hurricane i live in florida there's no cars do they get to get on the call at 6 a.m yeah
0: because <laughs> oh by the way because that's really motivating too
1: <laughs> exactly who
0: comes up with these things
1: you know what that does that inspires someone to do the wrong thing i don't do that yeah I, you know the goals for any place should always be take care of the customer whether yeah. it's me, online or anywhere take care of the customer and I'm not saying all customers are right. I mean, there's difficult customers, but you gotta understand everybody has a bad day and there's a reason you know, it's deeper than just the surface. Right. And and if you're able to bunch them all into one, it's not really fair.
0: That's right. No, at all. Man, we we have we've have, uh, we've drifted in at one level <laughs> from searchtires.com but I love this conversation because my audience needs to hear this because not only are you an entrepreneur who has this amazing site that helps people find and buy tires um you you're driving money back to the local retailers you're you're an entrepreneur you're a a man of integrity you're you're character driven um, you're you're people oriented and yeah. all the great leadership business books all talk about those things, you know, search for excellence and all of those. That's the core foundation that entrepreneurs need to understand and learn. And unfortunately, Tim, uh, you're, you're one of the few voices out there saying the right things. Um, so keep it up because we need it and, uh, keep up with SearchTires.com. So SearchTires.com, world's first Tire price comparison search engine It's the – I'm just going to coin you the Google for for tires, right? Okay. If you need tires, searchtires.com is the place. It's really quite amazing to go there and be able to search for tires for your vehicle. All kinds of vehicles? I didn't even ask you that.
1: Okay. Uh, you know, it's uh, trucks, cars, passenger vehicles, light truck, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Not commercial. Nothing commercial, but anything that the the – Consumers, yeah. So if operations. I
0: got a yeah, I got a boat trailer, I got a motorcycle, I got a car, whatever. I'm going to go yeah, exactly. Search. T- I'm going to search tires. That's what I'm going to. That's what I got to search for tires. I'm going to go to search tires. com. that. Tim, <laughs> man, thank you. This has been this has been fun, informative, and it's just great to to connect with somebody else who builds and runs a company really based on on people. And unique abilities, and in, in helping people thrive and doing what God's created them to do, so that you can do what God's created you to do. So, thank thanks for doing that.
1: I really appreciate it. And if anybody in your network and your community ever needs any help or advice or anything, I'm, I'll give you all my information. People can contact me. I have no problems. Uh, I'm not a coach or anything like that, but
0: yeah, <laughs> maybe I can help. All right. Uh, no, I think that's great. Maybe it's searchtim.com. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tim, thank you, brother. Thanks for a great conversation and for being my guest on Experts Speak. Thanks so much, Michael. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Experts Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.